three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilby. I'm not in a mood for drama tonight, Jason. Why are you always trying to stir stuff up, Jason? Is on Rutledge and Hamilton. I don't know if I will go as far as you will. With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boy. All right. Be good. <laughs> Presented by Coors Light. Rutledge and Hamilton continues live from Hometown Pharmacy in Wanakee. We are here with Iron Jack Jim Radike. We'll be here at 3.30 of the Badgers. He's going to be here, and he'll sign some autographs. And uh, you can buy a Chimray DK jersey. It is an Iron Jock Chimray DK jersey. But, Matt, you were saying earlier, this is the best jersey to buy, jersey T-shirt here, because it is got that no-stink technology from our good friends at Iron Jock, which means you can sit out in the sun at Camp Randall and bake, uh, which yeah. we all do, uh, and you know, and then you won't stink. The person next to you will be appreciative. Yeah, thanks to Iron Jock Silver Ion Technology. Yes, and uh, I love Europe. You're a golf nerd and you're like a businessman as well because you're bringing it to Paul from Iron Jock and he's like, you're like, what well, you got to bring this golf gear out, you got to bring this stuff out, right. you got to bring all that stuff out. Uh, well, I was but, just curious but he also where did, his ideas were. Yeah, but he also did kind of prove my point that golf is a niche sport because he said right now I'm just doing the things that sell. So, I Which mean, is golf polos. Right. Well, those are just polos. <laughs> like, they're no, polos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here's People wear those polos. I love the to polos. Yeah. I was just curious if he had any plans on doing shorts that would be golf acceptable shorts. on a golf course. Yes. Not so, even, not even golf shorts. Just ones that would be. Except, I have a pair of like. That's the thing, right? Gym there that shorts, you said. but they just have like a fake zipper seam. See, that's the one thing that like I enjoy actually golfing, but mm-hmm. I don't like this acceptable on the golf course thing. Like we were just at Roos Chris Steakhouse, and you right. said, "Oh, I love it that you could show up here in a in Middleton with one we're at. Like you show up in a t-shirt, right. and Some shorts, and feel really comfortable at the bar. And there's plenty oh, of golf courses. Right, there are. But the like fact that. that there are like. Outs, there should be like, maybe like the mat, like a few. Like I am anti making people feel uncomfortable about being themselves, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of what golf is. Of like, well, you can't wear this type of short, or you can't wear this type of uh, shirt, or you can't do that. We'll ask Jason Wildy about it. I, I feel like maybe he doesn't love some of the exclusionary aspects of golf. And well, there are like yeah. you just said. Oh, acceptable to golf. You got to wear certain shorts to be able to, to be a cool guy to golf. Uh, Jason Wildy is the coolest. Uh, Jason, we got you on the third try, huh? Well, sorry to keep you waiting. I've, I'm I'm experiencing a bit of a panic attack. Uh, oh no! So I apologize. I was actually on the phone with a doctor. Oh boy! Uh, so I was not avoiding you. But okay. uh, yeah. I, um, I, I, I'm reluctant to tell you guys the story because I know, you know, I listen to you and hear all that Dr. Nestor Rodriguez has done to get you in shape. And yeah. then I know that I'm talking with a world-class Olympic athlete. So talking about how I, I think uh, I felt a very sharp pain in my left foot walking back from our mailbox at the end of our driveway what? feels like something I shouldn't be bringing up publicly on my day off but i'm going to anyway so um yeah so sorry to keep you guys waiting i apologize for that um i I live with uh a a very very tough woman uh paula has overcome breast cancer she's got a bunch of old injuries from being an elite level gymnast she never complains about anything so i don't like to complain but my foot really hurts and so I have a friend uh, 
who is, works with Dr. McKenzie, the Packers team doctor, who's also a longtime friend of mine. And so I was talking to a foot specialist instead of talking to you guys, getting my advice <laughs> on whether or not I can tough it out on this <laughs> for the entire weekend because we're coming to the Dells tomorrow in advance okay. of Monday's ESPN Madison Open. All and right. So yeah. I, I, I was, uh, I, and we're going to play. We're scheduled to play. I will play golf for the first time since 2006. We're going to go play at 12 North, Andy North's oh. par three course. Nice. And all this stuff is happening, and my foot is killing me right now. Uh, and so I'm in a little bit of a mess. And now you guys are stuck talking to me during this uh, very vulnerable moment. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it sounds like you have the right connections because, uh, you know, friend of show, friend of the Hamiltons, Dr. Ravo from the ortho team at Stone Health is going to be golfing in this. Yeah. And, or you could, you know, Matt's wife is great. a little bit of an ortho specialist as well. So, yeah. you know, you can always text Matt and he can always ask her a question as well if your uh, Packer team doctor uh, connections aren't available. So there's plenty of people should, around I, on Monday up I? at Trappers trying to help you out. Should I, like, trace my foot on a piece of paper and – Fax that over to you, Matt, and you guys can share that. I'm just going to give you the typical husband advice, and I would suggest having a glass of water <laughs> and maybe taking an ibuprofen, <laughs> and then tell me if you feel better. That's what I would do, Jason, but you are a tough yeah. guy. We appreciate you playing through injury and joining us on this show, and it's kind of getting me into this first question that we had for our viewers and, and listeners, Jim. Kind of is berating me for my Not choice. berating you. I, your logic behind your choice. Like, I, uh, I just yeah. want you to say, I love golf, so I want to be a professional golfer. Here's the thing. When I don't say what you want, you can't just tell me I'm wrong and then say, say what I want. That's mm -hmm. all you do in your yeah. argument. That's your only platform. No, I'm just pointing out the one flaw in your argument. And this is your, go ahead and give Jason your flawed argument. There's only one? There's only well, one my flaw? I said, I said my choice for professional athlete is I don't want to be a golfer because... I'm not really concerned okay. with the money. When you're making millions, it doesn't really matter. I will be comfortable as long as I'm a professional athlete in any of these sports. I'm not concerned. So we asked I the question. Saying, what can you yeah. ask? Okay, yeah. go ahead and so do the question. The actual question, the Iron Jock poll question was, if you could play any professional sport, and this was brought up because Melvin Gordon was on your show earlier today uh, with Tauscher and with uh, uh, Jesse Nelson, and we asked you if you could play any professional sport, what would it be? Because Melvin Gordon said that if his son – wanted to be a running back in the NFL, he'd tell him, I would say, don't do that because we're not valuable. In fact, maybe play a different sport. And right now, 71% uh, of the people said they would have, they'd rather play baseball or basketball. 20% of people said they'd play soccer or golf. And only 9% of the people said they would play football professionally. So that's kind of why we got into this a little bit. But now you can go ahead and, and ask Will to give him your, your argument for Yes, yeah, so then my deep meta thought was like, dollars don't matter to me. I just want to have a high quality of life throughout my career and after and I was like there's no injuries that I'm going to really have to deal with in golf compared to any of these other sports and Jim is like everybody in baseball's fine don't worry about it golfers have injuries too and I'm like yeah sure so like, Jason like you're misrepresenting I said just Matt, just say you love golf and the money is good enough for you to be a professional golfer because the majority of people out there disagree with the NBA, as Alex pointed out, is the highest threshold for I'm telling for you, the soccer is deterring people right out the gate sure. by even putting right, it so as So, Jason, what, was your, what would your pick be? Um, so, I would. there's a 0% chance that I want to, would want to play in the NFL. None whatsoever. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of the about, whole why we got to this, yeah. It's been about 
two weeks uh, on the freshman football team and quit. Uh, <laughs> really, quite frankly, fear. Um, and so, but I've I've always loved baseball and basketball. I've loved playing them both. Um, you know, I can shoot the basketball a little bit. I can distribute. I can't guard a folding chair, uh, especially now <laughs> with its foot. I definitely can't. Yeah, um, right. And, and, you know, I could hit a little bit. I could feel pretty well. But those are games that, you know, are are games that I enjoy playing. But I would never be – I, I mean, like, if, if playing professionally is the moon, I'm like I'm, – I'm not – I'm on the other side of the uh, earth when yeah. the moon is uh, out. So I got no chance <laughs> there. Golf – You get – I, I, I'm interested, though, by the golfing because obviously, a you're a pretty darn good golfer. Uh, mm-hmm. We've established that, you know. It, mm-hmm. Now I appreciate I you appreciate agreeing it. With me on that phrase. It's, it's, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine at golf. Yeah, no, uh-huh. he was, yep. dude. Uh-huh. You you just made his year, and he already signed two autographs here, and he's just happier <laughs> that you said he was good at golf. You you are. There's no doubt. And 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 uh, for a, for for a non-professional golfer, you're a, you're a good golfer. So is Couch. Uh, but yeah. the thing that I wish I could do. That I'm also not good enough to, but I would write in the can. This would be my write-in candidate. I always wanted to be good at tennis. Oh yeah, uh, tennis nice. seems like that would be a because because look, you, if if you're going to be a professional athlete, no offense, I know golfers are in much better shape than when Craig Stadler and Duffy <laughs> Waldorf right. uh, rolled the, the greens. But but. You know, if you play tennis, you are in phenomenal shape, and I would love to be in phenomenal shape, which clearly I'm not. So, and I've always—that's <laughs> the one sport I've watched that I was like, God, it would really be fun. I know our friend David Gruber still plays to this day. Like, it's a—it's a sport you can play your entire lifetime. So, uh, I—that would be my pick, uh, given the option. Yeah, and that's a good one. Playing a sport for the, for your entire life is part of the reason with golf as well. Right, and but I would take basketball. It's yeah. a lot of money, and if I could almost, I would assume I could be able to dunk a basketball. So if I could just fly through the air and dunk a basketball and make a ton of money and have some awesome shoes, seems really fun too. Um, Jason, I wanted to play some of the clips, and Alex can figure out which one he wants to play for you, about Melvin, where he kind of doubled down on his comments uh, he made on Jim Rome, basically saying that running backs are an afterthought in the NFL, and they're, you know guys in college are making more money uh, as running backs than they are in the NFL. And we'll hear from Melvin Gordon here, and then, Jason, you can just react to it. You know, at this point in time, we're the ones that's getting filtered out, the ones that's, oh, you know, you, we're making the same as long snappers and, and kickers. and It's just like, really? Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's sad, man. You got... You know, and it really sucks because you got college students making more than guys in the league. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it there. But, I mean, your thoughts, and Melvin basically said that. He wasn't even talking about himself. Saquon Barkley can't get his big deal. Austin Eckler, uh, Tony Pollard, these running backs aren't even getting, you know, obviously Aaron Jones took a pay cut. These running backs aren't getting big money on the on the market anymore. They really are uh, a dying breed as far as being able to make big money at it, making the risk versus the reward uh, in the NFL. Yeah, and, and Melvin was at the front end of this, right? Remember when he yep. held out, uh, which was, quite frankly, risky but necessary and smart, I would argue, because he saw this coming. And he was trying to kind of get the, like, wring the last uh, liquid out of the towel for running backs. And it, it didn't work. He, he didn't succeed either. And so he was you know, something of a visionary. Now, I, I love I love Melvin. I think he's a really smart guy. Uh, he's the most successful ESPN Madison intern we've had. Um, <laughs> maybe not in the field that he was 
learning with us, but but I would also I don't think it's quite as bad as he suggests. Like they're not getting paid the same uh, as long snappers, um, but they are certainly not getting paid as the premium position that they once were. And and the great example that I would use that he didn't bring up uh, is Christian McCaffrey, who has now kind of refound his footing, if you will, as a great running back in San Francisco, but all the money of his contract was paid by a team that didn't want him anymore, right? He had injury problems, but Carolina, you know, every one of these teams that have paid big contracts to running backs, and this is why they're not paying them now, and those guys are looking at playing on the on the franchise tag, they've all regretted it, right? The Cowboys regretted the Ezekiel Elliott deal. Uh, they were playing Tony Pollard more than Zeke while they were still paying a premium number to Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, the same with uh, Aaron Jones to a smaller degree. The same with Dalvin Cook. Now, I would give Aaron Jones a ton of credit for saying, I'm going to get $11 million from the Packers, $8 million in guaranteed signing bonus, and $3 million in base salary. And yes, it's not as much as the 16 I was supposed to make this year, but it's more than I would make with somebody else. And I think that he played it really smart, which is crazy to say about a guy who took a $5 million pay cut for this year. But look at where Dalvin Cook is now. He's yep. basically in a spot where he has to hope, and you don't want to do this, but you, he basically has to hope that some really good running back pulls a Wilsey on his way to the mailbox and breaks <laughs> his foot. Yeah. And 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 they need and and they'll overpay to get a proven commodity like a four-time Pro Bowler like Dalvin Cook in to fill in for that injured guy. And so it he Melvin is a million percent right. Uh, it is sad for anybody who plays the running back position. You know, I grew up in an era where I loved Dan Fouts and the Chargers and their Air Coriel passing game. And I loved the Packers with Dickey and Lofton and Kaufman and John Jefferson. But I also am slightly old enough to remember when Bo Jackson came into the league and <laughs> took it by storm. And, and I remember watching Walter Payton all the time. And running backs can be such exciting marquee players. And yet, oh. where we stand in the league, they, they're just ne- it does not look like they're ever going to get paid the way they once were. Jason, it's your, it's your week off, and you've been appearing on every ESPN Wisconsin show, <laughs> it seems. Uh, are you bored? What's going on with you this week? Because I texted you last night, because I heard you in Scalzo and Bross, but you're here after us, and I, you, know, you didn't mention the fact I hadn't texted you all week, and then you said, hey, I, I can come on tomorrow if you want. So what's going on? Are you bored? <laughs> I'm definitely not bored. Um, so basically the reason why I wanted to do your show today and why I wanted to do Homer and Tony, and I didn't mention you, but I would like to point out a uh, technicality. I said that Chris Larson, the promoter for, or the producer for Homer and Tony, was the only producer who reached out to me at the beginning of the week and said, hey, I know you're off of Wildey and Tausch this week. Uh, are you, does that mean you're not going to do any of your hits? And I said, yeah, I'm not, I wasn't planning on it. And then the producer for every other show other than this one and that one called and asked if I was available or texted <laughs> and asked if I was available. So I said yes, because 
quite frankly, I want people to remember that I'm still valuable around here, and uh, <laughs> I have I, I have imposter syndrome, like uh, Joe Thomas once admitted having. Uh, and two, I really wanted to do Homer and Tony today and Rutledge and Hamilton because you guys were the only ones that res- really respected my time <laughs> off, and it and and I didn't come on because of it. So I just wanted to make sure that because of your kindness. You still got, uh, I don't know if this is a, a blessing or a curse to have me on, but blessing. you got me on. Blessing for sure. Yeah, well, absolutely. I just, I just hope your foot's we, okay. Yeah, and Jason, we really do respect your your and everyone's away time from work here yeah, well, on this show. Matt's always away and he doesn't want to be bothered. <laughs> yeah, so I'm definitely not going to call you Matt, today. The only thing Matt responds about if he's on vacation is a pair of shoes. If there's like if he wants me to get on a drop with him or if he wants to offer that. Otherwise, Matt's gone. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I yeah, definitely well, appreciate your vacation time, Jason. It's it's not like you know. Again, my dad worked in a factory for forty years. It's not like you called me in to go work uh, eight hour shift in a hundred twenty degrees in a shop. Uh, you, I'm on the phone for fifteen minutes. It's really not that big of an ask. Ah, well, well, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, Jason. All right, guys. I'll see you on Monday. Take care. Be good. Sounds good. That's Jason Wildy. If you miss any of that, you can listen back. Wisconsin the Man, Apple, Spotify, any of those great places. That's brought to you by our good friends at Revive Restoration. RevivePros.com is the website if you uh, you want to listen back. And if you have any smoke, water, or mold remediation or asbestos needs, Revive Pros is the team to help. Go to RevivePros.com. This is Roger Hamilton. We're going to throw some stones next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. The man of the hour has arrived at Hometown Pharmacy in Wanakee, courtesy of Iron Jock. It is Jim Ray DK. Uh, you're here to sign autographs. There's a big crowd here for you to be able to sign some autographs. You're decked out in your Iron Jock gear. So, Jim Ray, welcome. We're happy to have you. No, thank you. I'm excited. Uh, definitely, definitely nice uh, showing. I'm excited for the day. Yeah, I would, I would be as well. And Matt Hamilton, uh, who's with me as well, uh, we'll just lead right with this. We're both super excited about the Badger season, <laughs> and you don't have to make like win predictions. But Matt's got you at eleven this year, like he's including got, the Big Ten championship game and the bowl game. Yeah, like he's just got you eleven out of the fourteen games he thinks you guys are going to play. Eleven, like, are, are you guys having that level, the level of excitement as well? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a little low, but um, nice. You know, I expect to, you know, go out and win every game. Um, right. You know, way Coach Fickle and. Uh, the rest of the staff prepares. You know that's what we're we're ready for. We don't take the rest of the Big Ten for granted. We know, um, you know, it's going to take a lot, and you know we have to be prepared every single week. But you know, I have a lot of confidence in my guys. Without giving away any like game plan here, um, what is like the difference that this offense, like you as a, a wide receiver, that's now seeing a you know a modified air raid offense? How has this changed? Uh, maybe practices for you, or how you guys are anticipating playing for in a game? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, the biggest thing that kind of sticks out is the tempo. Uh, if you know, if I don't know if you have seen any practices or anything like that, but uh, the tempo that we go at is 
uh, I think, up there with anybody in the country. And right. um, I think it's something that can really put pressure on defenses and, uh, you know, make it tough and make it so they have to play our game. You had to be a little bit excited if you happen to, like, look at North Carolina having, like, 500-plus pass attempts. And, we all, you know, Wisconsin's been a, obviously a heavy-run team and a lot of success behind that. So, I mean, right there could be 250 more pass attempts that are going out to wide receivers. Obviously, Braylon's going to get the ball. Obviously, they're going to be smart about it. But it has to be exciting for you to see this offense, to see the potential with so many talented wide receivers in the room led by you. It's got to be fun to be a leader in that group but also see the potential of having this offense really put the ball in the air and put the ball in the end zone through the air. Yeah, I mean, I think – just seeing Coach Longo's success over the years, um, you know, even when I know knew he was coming in without meeting, uh, it was super exciting for me. Um, and then the other thing is our room. Um, you know, we have so many talented guys uh, that I'm excited about, um, and they've been so great to work with. Uh, you know, Will Pauling, Bryson Green, C.J. Williams, Skyler, um, and Kalu as well, obviously coming back, and then some of the young guys we have. I think that, um, you know, if we keep working going to the season, we'd be really special. Nice. All right, so I'm, I'm going to get into some more of the nitty-gritty that I like to get into. Um, tell me a little bit about, like, this new team. You obviously haven't had any games yet, but you guys are starting to get a, an idea of each other and how you guys are going to, like, have that team chemistry. What's going to be like that like pre-game locker room thing like you hear some of the guys they maybe they're gaming a little bit but maybe like well before the game but like what what's the kind of vibe gonna be uh this time around what do you guys feel like you got going uh i mean i don't really know what we're gonna do pre-game yet um yeah. i think that kind of, but what are you doing i guess now to build chemistry yeah i think off season um, time you know one of the best things that we do is um you know we've ha- had an upgrade in training table um so we've been ha- having a lot more guys spend time with each other in that uh we're going to coach brown's house this weekend to spend some time with his family and just getting around the guys um you know obviously we have some new faces but um you know it's honestly been a, you know been a pleasure to get to know them. Right. Um, they're so easygoing, and um, you know they bought in the culture, and um, that not only that Coach Figgle brought in, but that we had um, in our locker room before. Right. So um, it's been a joy to be around those guys, and I can't wait to continue to get to know them even more. Right. You, you didn't bring up Squat Fest. Yeah. And we read about it. Was it DJ yeah. lights competition? I mean. Obviously, it had to be a lot of fun, and then how does that help build camaraderie and competition with the team, too? Yeah, I mean, that's all Coach Brady. Uh, you know, he's a fun guy. He likes to, you know, definitely mix it up a little bit, but, um, you know, he likes to work, too, and um, I think all the guys are super bought in the weight room, um, you know, kind of the philosophy he has. Um, you know, that guy, I, I really, he's, he's been a pleasure to work with. Like, that's that's probably one of the, you know, best things about this this staff is being able to work with Coach Brady. Um, wow. And, uh, you know, Squat Fest was awesome. I think being able to, you know, compete and um, make competitive situations just um, bring guys closer. I think I felt my hamstrings right. giving out when I watched. Yeah, Braylon I've never heard. I was like, oh my gosh, my legs are hurting. Well, well, Matt, an Olympic athlete here, I've never heard him ever say anything remotely close saying he likes to work out. So that really <laughs> speaks to uh, Coach Brady there if he's got you guys excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's awesome. And, you know, Braylon, uh, he has plenty of power to, to handle that weight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember the first time he came in when he was a freshman, he was doing some of the lifts. You know, I think you. Saw it on Twitter when yeah. he was in high school yeah. and everything, but uh, to see him in person, you know, it's it's truly special. And that guy works his butt off to, you know, you know, be a good leader on the team and uh, a good example of what a badger is. What um, what was your squat number? I mean, what was your max there? Uh, I did four fifty five for six. Um, so not quite Braylon's number, but <laughs> Braylon is now. Did I hear? I don't know if this was out there public or not. Did uh, Coach Fickle draw out at six? Like you couldn't? He didn't want the weights to go over six hundred pounds. Is that what I had heard? I think Tauscher, Mark Tauscher, former Badger, was at this, and he thought that maybe the weight was cut off at six hundred pounds. Um, I'm not really sure. Um, it wasn't you know pushing our max like um, you know I 
I could have probably done a, a good amount more. But well, if you did um, six of them at yeah. four four and change, but then you definitely could have done more at like <laughs> a higher weight. Well, I think it's just a little more safer to oh, yeah, totally kind of go up close to your max, but still have um, kind of that gap where you, you can still do reps. The thing is, I love the camaraderie and the vibe, and just like like I said again, chemistry is like that X factor that has such an impact that you can't really put your finger on. I love that. But the last thing I want to hear is of, like someone hurting themselves <laughs> right, right, yeah. during squat day when right, right. DJ squat your butt off is uh, spinning <laughs> records for you. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, uh, Coach Brady does a good job taking care of us. Good, um, good. You know, they, they push us and they work, but, um, you know, everything has a, a rhyme and a reason. Uh, you know, he tells us that, that, you know, nothing we do is going to be wasting our energy or our time. Well, we had a chance. Uh, former Badger Melvin Gordon was on Wilde and Tausch a little bit earlier today with former Badger Mark Tauscher. Packer Hall of Famer, and they talked about, and Melvin talked about his excitement for the Badger program. He says he's going to watch more than ever, but also talked about the excitement of having a passing game, and we'll hear that right now. Really, I just was paying attention to the quarterback that he was bringing in. That's what I'm excited about, to kind of just get an offense another dynamic, you know, just give, give another avenue to win, um, give Braylon some help, and, uh, you know, we, we don't always be able to run the ball, and I hope we don't, you know, we don't get away from that because that's what we do. Um, we don't want to scare away the good backs. We want to, but uh, we understand that the game is involving, and we we got to be able to pass the ball. Is that kind of uh, your mindset of like we got to keep the tradition of uh, tradition of running the ball here, but we gotta we gotta pass the ball to take this next step? Yeah, no, I mean 100. percent You know, we still got Braylon Allen and yeah. Chaz Malusi and the rest of that room that can really um, you know damage defense, and I think that you know being able to spread them out you know gives them. Um, less loaded boxes and um, better opportunity, and uh, I think that we you know we have a lot of playmakers um, on the outside that can make plays, and um, you know a really good guy at the helm, um, Tanner Mordecai, who's done a great job, um, not only just playing but leadership as well. You talked nice. about blending cultures, and so you have Fickle and a lot of transfer portal players coming in, or your different recruits maybe coming in, and then you have established leaders like you. So you've kind of gone through, uh, seen what the Badger way is, and now Fickle comes in and has his way. How has the locker room and the coach staff helped blend that all together? Because it seems like you guys are getting along really well. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it was an easy transition. Um, you know, Coach Coach Fix, a blue-collar dude, um, you know, through and through. Uh, he loves work, so is Coach Brady and all the rest of the staff. So um, that's kind of what Wisconsin's all about. Um, and, you know, they came and they said that, um, part of the reason they took the job was because they knew Wisconsin had that culture, um, and you know their job was to come in and enhance it. Um, and I think the guys bought into that, and um, it's just been a great process so far. Uh, last thing here, what we have, so we're here at uh, Hometown Pharmacy yeah. in Wanakee. People can come out here. Chimray DK is here. He's going to start signing autographs second he gets off the air uh, with us. It's going to be pretty cool, obviously, working with Iron Jock, Braylon Allen, and then obviously Paul from Iron Jock is here. But you walk in, and then you see you're 13, you see the name on the back. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, no, it's definitely cool. Um, you know, Iron Jack's been great, um, you know, being able to work with them a little bit. Um, and, you know, obviously having the support of Badger fans. Um, you know, I grew up a Badger fan. I know we're some of the best in the country. Um, and, you know, I just want to be able to have a good season and, you know, uphold that standard that they have. Right. I was just telling him that this is maybe even better than getting, like, an actual Chimray DK jersey because you got that Iron Jock anti-stink and the Silver Iron technology built right into it. So if you're not under the overhang and sitting in the sun at Camp, Camp Randall just cheering on Chimray, then you're going to be at least smelling okay yep. while you're sweating uh, there in, you know, maybe September watching you just put up 
60 plus points on uh, whoever was well, do you the remember Bulls? those days when when be the most here they they put up like yep. 50 60 and obviously I mean externally I wouldn't recommend giving that number out there but you guys could be like look we can get back to those days yeah no, I mean I think Austin Austin P we played or something yeah. like that we put up almost 100 points yep. yeah um, but no I think you know dominance is what we want um, offensively you know I don't I don't know if we can score 98 or whatever they did yeah. but, um, I think that you know if we keep um, improving and you know really buying into the offense and uh, you know going to fall camp with the red mentality we can uh, be offense that puts a lot of points up in the season. You're an offensive guy. We're all excited about the offense. I'll give you a chance to, to pump up the defense a little bit here. How much are they helping you? That's a good defense going against every single day in practice. How much does that help you out? I mean, just, you know, as a player, even uh, through, through the years, being able to go up against, you know, Fayon Hicks, Trout Wild Goose, um, you know, so many great great defenders. Nick Herbig on the other side. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously this year we have a bunch of, you know, some young players. We have, like, Muma coming back. We got, you know, Jordan Turner. We got Alex Smith, Rico on the, you know, um, outside playing corner and, you know, a bunch of guys. So um, Hunter Wohler is another dude yeah. who's really impressive. Um, but, you know, going against those guys every single day and, you know, they're not going to miss a beat um, from where they've been the last couple of years. And I'm just excited and, um, you know, thankful that we have those guys backing us up. Sounds right. like one of those steel sharpening steel situations because I'm sure those guys are like, oh, man, we got our work cut out for us. We got to cover Chimray every day in practice. So I'm sure it's one of those uh, you help me, I'll help you. I'll push you, you push me kind of situations. And I that is the best way, one, to build up a team, and two, to be ready for that opening uh, series. What do we got? The Buffalo. Bulls. The Buffalo yeah. Bulls. Yeah. So. The lesser Buffalo team. Not as good as the Bills, but you got the Bulls. <laughs> uh, Jim Ray, thank you so much. We got Badger fans out here to support you, sign your autographs. We'll let you get out here and do that. Jim Ray DK uh, here with uh, Iron Jack at Hometown Pharmacy. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Cruise Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Come on, swing. Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Matt, it's the Mountains of Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a delicious, ice-cold blue Coors Light. We're out at Hometown Pharmacy in Wanakee with Iron Jock and Chimray DK. Get on out here and get an autograph from Chimray DK. And uh, it's a free autograph. You can, If you buy the shirt, you can buy the shirt. If uh, you want him to autograph... Uh, one of the uh, pre-pictures here, they'll sign that as well. Uh, you want to get a photo with yourself and Chimray while you get an autograph, you can get that done as well. That's happening right now. So great times here over at uh, Hometown Pharmacy in Wanakee. Let's get out to uh, Robin Madison. He's got uh, something to say. What's up, guys? Hey. You know, I said screw business for the afternoon, so I've been out and about getting smiley, and I started listening to you guys. I totally thought you were at Ruth Chris Steakhouse today. So no, I called them up to send over some shots, and <laughs> apparently they're closed and you're not there. So yes. we'll uh, want to keep hometown pharmacy frowned upon me, like trying to buy you guys some Percocets, Vicodin, or Viagra, and send them over. Uh, <laughs> well, it sounds like a party, man. I don't yeah. really know what the rules are here. Uh, go ahead and write us a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have those type of skills. I'll be writing my own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank, you. Uh, thank you, Rob, though. That's, uh, we appreciate it. We'd love uh, next time, Rob, 
come out and see us, especially if we're at Ruth's Chris or somewhere we can buy you a Coors Light. Yeah. All right, let's uh, throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jeff. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. It is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. Each and every day I scour the interwebs to figure out what the heck has happened in the last 24. I've got questions. Jim and Matt have answers. I'll score them throughout, and at the end we'll crown a winner of Friday's edition of Throwing Stones. Fellas, today, National Mac and Cheese Day. I'm very mm. much looking forward. I'm going to go out to our friends at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse tonight, get some of their delicious mac and cheese. But I'm curious, Kraft Mac and Cheese, Matt, is that overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Interesting. Um... Honestly, I think it's properly rated. Uh, it's not very good, but it's got that nostalgia flavor to it. For me, if you, <laughs> Jim's gonna hate this, cut up hot dogs Ugh. and mac and cheese just get brings me right back to like I was eight years old at my old family house, getting dinner because mom doesn't know how to cook anything else. Like I loved it. It was a nostalgia thing. It's not something that I will eat all the time, but. I definitely have a box or two of some uh, ready, quick mac and cheese at the house for when I do have that craving for something nostalgic. Kraft mac and cheese is my go-to. So, uh, that's disgusting. But I would say it's overrated because it's easily redone by off-brands. Like, I've gotten whatever store brand, Target, Walmart, whatever, and it's the same. So that's why, for me, it's overrated. You can still, honestly, if you blind taste tested it, you couldn't tell the difference. It's all the same military-grade powder with you, you mix it with water to make mac and cheese. And I like it. So don't get me wrong. I enjoy I absolutely love mac and cheese. And I like the generic craft, uh, the generic mac and cheese. You I mean, right now, you just Annie's don't need is it. our go-to. But that, you just like, don't. Yeah, exactly. One. Annie's is amazing. Yeah. My old one, my, my wife can't stand, and so I haven't had it in forever. And I get it because it's kind of gross. You're thinking about now was the Velveeta. Yeah, oh, my gosh. I will not eat Velveeta. Agreed. I can, I, but Agreed. it was. Give me was, the powder. No. It was <laughs> so much better, but I haven't had it in a oh, decade either. I did not like. Oh, no. I, I couldn't like the look of the the block of cheese. That was honestly it. I can deal with but it's cheese so funny powder. Like, it's fine. A powder and milk. Oh, so much better than like a cheese. Like, look, well, but yeah, but seeing it that. in that block like yeah, that was get, tough yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but they didn't like. There was that kind, but you could buy it. They started making like crafts, so we yeah, squeeze it out. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't love the. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. A woman was arrested in a Chinese airport after they found five snakes in her bra. All right. <laughs> I'm curious okay. for you, fellas, if you had the ability to hide stuff in your bra. What would you hide there? Jim? Oh. <laughs> uh, some Coors Light. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, maybe uh, some whiskey uh, in there as well. Uh, maybe some uh, CBD gummies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Let's try to sneak something. I do get jelly. You know, you can women can sneak things into, like, uh, summer, if I was going to Summerfest, I try to sneak water in there because they don't let yeah. you bring water in. Uh, so, like, yeah, I don't know. Women do have the advantage of being able to sneak things in through the, the bra. So I would think <laughs> yeah. things I'd want to take to an event that I don't want to pay uh, premium for. Yeah, I think Jim nailed it on the head. It's It's got to be things that you'd want at an event that you don't want to purchase I, I would or look, can't get there. I would there. look very bountiful with Coors Light and water. Yeah, stuff that, right? Like, Coors Light's a great pick. Yeah. Um, Maybe some mac and cheese. 
No, like if you're going into a movie. There you go. You Hello know, party, nice yes. little bowl of mac and cheese, some instant. Well, then you got to bring milk <laughs> and a bowl. No, if that, that's when you bring the Velveeta. You just, you just clank it that's around. That's when you bring okay, the Velveeta. Okay. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's, that's how you fixed it. That's that's an awful visual. Matt with boobs and, and mac and cheese in them. <laughs> it's for the holiday. It provides more of a true feel. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have this conversation anymore. Therefore, you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't bring up mac and cheese and Matt's boobs. Well, well you, you brought, brought up close. my boobs. You did bring up his boobs. And you brought up the mac and cheese. Actually, I'm going to say both. Yeah. Because yes. you said yes. if Matt had a bra, what is he sneaking right into the Right after we state? talked about mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Strofe, that was on you. Yeah. You walked me into that. Well, therefore, you get the win. Matt Hamilton, you win. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All I knew is I just had to stuff the old tatas with some mac and cheese, and i get the dub. Strump's two favorite things. Hey, you're a winner. You can also <laughs> be a winner by going to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Uh, go be a winner at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Uh, nearly $11 million in jackpots in June. There's going to be more in July. Record-setting year. Uh, last year, I think they're going to break that again. This year, go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison and go be a winner. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Think about it. There must be a higher love down in the But then I said to him, you know, Braylon, this is going to be a great five years. <laughs> he looked at me, no, it's only going to be three. But it's going to be a great three years. <laughs> there you go. I love it. <laughs> That's some nice insight. Yeah, insider knowledge. Yeah, that's... and Hamilton uh, continues live from Hometown Pharmacy in Wanakee. We're here with uh, Iron Jock and Shimre DK. Most importantly, here until 6 o'clock signing autographs. So swing on by, get an autograph from Shimre DK. And uh, look, it's you can buy one of the Iron Jock shirts, the Chimray DK shirts. He'll sign that. But otherwise, you could just have uh, – he has a picture here that you can just grab and get a free autograph at Hometown Pharmacy in Wanakee uh, with Iron Jock. Come get that, that autograph. Over here again, Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Matt, and you uh, you love uh, the trim work that your good friends also <laughs> have done for you. Yes, you cannot – not beat. a lot of things more satisfying than watching – a bush. And I still stand by that statement. I got four more new additions to the Hamilton front yard, three arborvita trees, and a beautiful blue spruce. And that was brought to me by Olson Tune. The truly, if you've got any sort of outdoor living need, maybe it's concrete that needs to be poured. Maybe you're looking to do a pool. Maybe you want a little garden set up like, like I'm trying to get, or you just need to catch up on some of the landscaping that is just getting a little overwhelming. Olsen Tunes got your back. They've got over 50 years of design experience in their design teams and management teams, so that has made them one of Southern Wisconsin's top design and build outdoor living firms. No job too large or too small, so if you've got some sort of outdoor living need, Olsen Tune can help you out. You can go online to OlsenTune.com and get started on your project today. That's OlsenTune.com. All right, he, he is Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge, Jim Ray DK out here in Wanakee. We did ask the question a little bit earlier today, our Iron Jock poll question, which is basically if you could play a professional sport, what would you play? 
42% of you say baseball, 29% of you say basketball, 11% of you say football, and then 18% say other soccer, golf, and etc. I'm going to change it. I'm going to say cricket because it's the second most watched sport in the world. And, well, okay, there I you go. I think I could be really well, good on, think, the, uh, on the Mumbai Indians. I think I could really make a, a push. Or maybe if I got traded to the Chennai say, Super Kings, yeah. I think I could do a pretty good job in the uh, ultimate you know, cricket league. I think I'd do really well. And I think a lot of people are asking this more of, like, one, clearly football, I think the wear and tear on your body to the money and non-guaranteed is a factor in it. But I think a lot of people are answering it, which, again, goes back to, I don't think a lot of people, maybe this is changing, but golf is still incredibly a niche sport that when you're a young kid and the young kids are coming in here, I want to play baseball, I want to play basketball, I want to play hockey. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I want to be professionally. So if I can pick that. Uh, and maybe I'm a little bit uh, on the back end at 75. I'm a little beat up, but if it's 75, I've got four times the money I would have had in golf, and I'm a legend, and I could dunk a basketball for a good chunk of my life. Well, maybe I'll just eat that. Like, so that's kind of where I yeah. think some people are, are looking at it. But I wanted to hear from uh, Melvin Gordon. We kind of teased it for a little bit here, but earlier in the day he talked about how you know maybe he should have picked a different position playing football. And also, <laughs> if he would tell his son that if he was coming up to play football, he'd play something different. Let's hear from Melvin, who was on earlier today with Wilding Tausch. You are an elite athlete. And if you play running back in the NFL, you're an elite athlete. And if you had yeah. to look back, you had great memories, stats, unbelievable. But if you're looking at this from a financial standpoint, and let's say you have a son that is in the same position, he's a stud. Do you encourage yeah. them to not play running back? Because I don't think oh, no, you. Yeah. I don't think would you change the way you approached it? Would you have said, you know, I can be a wideout, I could be a DB, and I'm going to get hundred million dollar contracts instead of scrambling to get tagged? Oh, yeah. Do you? Would you change your whole approach if you had to do it over? Oh, oh man, I play a different position. I, I, you know, if I'm, I'm blessed enough to have a son. Don't even ask me to play running back. <laughs> You're not playing. You know, go play baseball or something. Go figure this out. You know, you better chance, stay in school, try to get your education, do that regardless. But running back is out the question. There's no way. There's no way you gonna play unless you really just like set stone on it, like you don't care. But I mean, it's just you it's, care. it's not really worth it. Y'all care, but I care. my son was like, okay, if I had a son like that, I just. I want to be like you. I'd be like, well, all right, you know. But <laughs> if he, if I'm, if I'm giving a suggestion when you start, uh, go receiver or cornerback. You know, you're gonna be pretty tall. You'll make it. Actually, I was, I was hesitant on going to Wisconsin because I thought they wanted me a DB. The money they making. I wish I would have stayed at DB. <laughs> you should have listened to him. <laughs> And in that part, he said he almost swore because uh, he said that uh, uh, he just kept on repeating, like, I should have just gone to DB. Because, uh, yeah, Melvin, I'll look up his size here. But well, he's, it's super interesting he's built like a safety. when a you safety. have a guy who had as much success as Melvin Gordon did tell you that if he could do it again, there's no way he's picking RB. I mean, that, to me, tells me there's a problem, and I think the solution is somewhere in the collective bargaining agreement where running backs can negotiate for more in their rookie contracts yep. than other players can because of the, the short shelf life they have in the NFL. I don't know, again, what the absolute solution was going to be or is going to be, but the running back position, there's still going to be value to it. Because it's something that's it's it's part of the game. It's an essential, crucial part of the game. 
I'm very curious to see if this just kind of goes in waves because I remember back in the day, like running backs were the commodity. They were the first ones taken in the draft all the time. Oh, and yeah. then it changed, right? So, like, is does this fluctuate or is this something that we've learned and it, we're never going to go back to this sort of a, a running back era? So, it's interesting. So, I just for I just wanted to look it up. Melvin Gordon, six foot one, two hundred seven. Adrian Amos starting safe for the Packers last season, six foot two fourteen. Yeah, no, I think he's he's definitely built where he can play safety and like that. Or, or but even I would maybe. imagine like you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been shocked if Adrian Amos was a running back someone in high school. Like that little stuff kind of crossed over. Like a running back and safety. It's more interesting of like how great are the running backs going to be because if more and more people are saying, you know what, it ain't worth it to be a running back if you can play a different position. Now some people are just going to be running backs. But those natural athletes are going to be playing different positions, and I wonder if that ends up killing the running back position as well. This has been Rutledge and Hamilton. Thanks to Iron Jock, presented by Coors Light. Have a great weekend. See ya!